0: When Burton Ramsey opened Ramsey Fairhome in 1948, it was to help serve a need in the community. All these years later, and now more than ever, that belief is still the same. If you've recently had your hometown fairhome close, know that you have options and that our family at Ramsey Fairhome is here to help. If nothing but to answer your simple questions honestly, Ramsey Fairhome is here for you and your family when it matters the most we can help rearrange your pre-arrangement with 76 years of integrity and experience of serving our community. Death is never convenient, and it's certainly not easy. That's why our family is here to help you. Don't get caught off guard and have a plan for the future with Ramsey Fearhome of Harbor Beach. For more information, go to RamseyFH.com. That's RamseyFH.com. Ramsey Fearhome, our family serving yours since 1948.
1: The WLEW Sports Network presents The Game of the Week with Clark Ramsey and Steve Bone on Sports Radio 102.1 FM. And live and worldwide at WLEWsports.com. You're listening to the WLEW Sports Network, powered by Agri-Valley Services. It might not be divisional
0: play, but it's one step better. The best of the West up against the beasts of the East, Cass City and Harbor Beach. Good evening from the east side of the thumb of Michigan, right here in Harbor Beach. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network, and I'm your host, Clark Ramsey. To the right of me, as always, is once again, Coach Steve Bone.
2: Great to speak with you tonight. Monster game, like you said. Best in the East, best in the West, and you know it's a big night. We got the Hall of
0: Famer, Mark Gainforth, in the gym tonight. Yes, we do. Since the start of the season, a lot of people have had February 9th circled on their calendar for this very matchup. Cass City in Harbor Beach. The Red Hawks enter tonight with a perfect 16-0 record, while the Pirates have lost just once since Christmas, and they stand at 15-3.
2: You know, when the season started, we first went on air. This is who we talked to. The two yes, best teams would be. It's Cass City and Harbor Beach. We got them head-to-head tonight. Usually this matchup seems to happen early in the year, yeah. and then at the end it's kind of like, ah, I wonder who would be
0: better. Well, we get to find out tonight. This is going to be really good. After tonight, just two weeks remain in the regular season, and tonight we're privy to one of the marquee matchups in the entire of Michigan. It's Cass City at Harbor Beach, and we'll dive into the whole matchup just ahead. So keep it locked on your Hartwood Home Prize School Hoops, the WLW Sports Network, on Sports Radio 1021 in live worldwide at WLWSports.com. Sports.com. Cass City at Harbor Beach tonight. Of the WLW Sports Network is being brought to you by Thumb Sailor. the talk of the thumb. Dia services of Cass City for all of your grain handling needs. Kohler Propane, nobody gives you gas like Kohlers. North Star Bank Guiding the Way. Harbor Beach Community Hospital. Mackenzie Jewelers. If you don't know diamonds, know your jeweler. Rescue Site and Builder Repair. Thumb Bank and Trust. Community strong since 1895. Harbor Beach True Value. Ramsey Pier Home. Our family is serving yours since 1948. And sheer sure health. Better health. Better life. Are you sure? Internet services are provided by Anger Valley Services and the blazing speed of their TrueNet 4G wireless network. Go to Angervalyservices.com for broadband internet that you can count on. This game broadcasts a copyright presentation, of Thumb Broadcasting Incorporated, all rights are reserved. Any reproduction with the express-written consent of the WLAW Sports Network is strictly prohibited. Well, every season the Thumb Sports Writers Association has the tall task of determining who will earn the honor of being the team of the year. From all 24 schools in the Thumb area, which is every team north of M 90 and east of M 15, so pretty much Crosslex Millington, most of the Greater Thumb Conference, and everyone else in between. Some years there's a clear-cut front runner for the honor, but this year is not that. This year we have three front runners, in my opinion, in all in but three days' time. Cassidy, Millington, and Harbor Beach have done everything but play in a round-robin tournament. On Wednesday, Cassidy defeated Millington in a back-and-forth game by just six points, 62-56 to 56 was the final there, which sets up tonight's matchup between the champions of the Greater Thumb West and the Greater Thumb East featuring the Pirates and the Red Hawks. There, now, there's a chance by night's end the team of the year honors might just be squared away, or perhaps it'll be clear as mud. Good evening, folks, from a Pack gymnasium here in Harbor Beach, Michigan. I'm Clark Ramsey, your host. To the right of me, as always, is Coach Steve Bone, and to the right of him would be the former head coach of the USA Patriots, Mark Gainforth. And it must be a big game because for the first time this season, we've busted out the WLW Sports Navy Blazers.
2: Come on. You know it's a big night. It's a big night. It is a big night. We wear them for the districts. We wear them for – and this one's a big one. So really looking forward to this. This is going to be – I think this is going to be everything everybody's been waiting for all year. See, I think so.
0: See who's the best team is here. Well, if the likes of Mark Gainforth come out to see this game, you know it's a big deal. That's true. A very big deal. He's saying he wants his blazer as well. So, we'll see. I think that's what he was saying. No, we're not sure. But anyway, the Cassier Red Hawks enter this week with an undefeated record, and after Wednesday's victory are now 16-0. We were there for win number 15 against Carroll last Friday with the Red Hawks grabbing a two-point victory over the Tigers in a hard-fought game, 62-60. to 60.
2: Yeah, that was a great game. You're starting to see the margin of victory for Cass City has come down you, you a lot about that, yeah. since the first part of the year. And the difference primarily has been the points allowed. Uh, the last four games, they've given up an average of 50 points a game, and the nine games to start the season, they've only given up 50 points one time. So... Teams are starting to figure him out a little bit defensively, starting to try to put some things together on how to shut down uh, Carter Patrick. And it'll be another night to match wits with uh, <laughs> the coach from Harbor Beach, Mr. Rubel, who's a defensive genius in football.
0: Yes, he is. Well, with one more divisional win, Cassidy will be the outright greater than West champions. They've already clinched a share with a one more divisional win, which is not tonight. They'll be the outright West champs. Their opponent tonight would be the outright champions in the greater the east, the Harbor Beach Pirates. With just three losses to their name this season, Harbor Beach has lost just once since the start of the new calendar year to all teams of the Marlette Red Raiders.
2: I'm thinking that was a wake-up call. I, I'm hoping so, if <laughs> yeah. that's the case, yes. So that, uh, has a coach, that would send up some red flags. Uh, if, you, if you've got the team you think you have, I mean, again, Marlette's not a bad team, but I don't think uh, they should be beating Harbor Beach. But if that happens, that's why you play the game. So, But Harbor Beach has had trouble in the last few games. They've had a game of uh, 36 points against Marlette and another game of 37 against Brown City. So uh, they have shown the ability to uh, go cold, and hopefully tonight's not that night.
0: Well, I have a feeling that... Uh We've certainly had this game circled on our calendars for a long time. I'd like to think that both teams playing tonight have also had this uh, this game circled for a while, and uh, I'm sure the coaching staff is, staffs of both sides are saying, don't look ahead to that one. We have plenty to do between now and then, and here we are finally tonight.
2: Yeah, I mean, at every coach says don't look ahead, and there's a reason for that. The interesting thing, again, because this game means... Well, nothing, technically. Right, I mean, technically it means nothing, except that you're going to face each other in a couple of weeks in the district. Yeah. So, you know, if, if I win, I got the upper hand. If you win, you've got the upper hand. But I wouldn't be surprised if maybe you don't show everything that you maybe would show in the districts when it actually will mean a lot.
0: And, and what's interesting is so the top two seeds of each district are are seated based on the MPR, which is a – basically your winning percentage, your opponent's winning percentage, and your opponent's opponent's winning percentage. Combined, put together in a formula, those formulas are finalized on Sunday for the tournament already. Yes. So, as it stands right now, Kansas City would be one, Reach would be two, Carroll is at right now three, and I don't think this game frankly is going to have much uh, effect on either one, Is based on whoever wins gets points and whoever loses while their opponent's strength the schedule is that much higher, but So you're going to see Harbor Beach and Kansas City more than likely on the opposite sides of the bracket. Where does Carroll, where does Lakers, where does Badax, where does all these other teams, USA, dark horses all over the place, how do they fly into the district as well, which is hosted right here in Harbor Beach?
2: Yeah, I mean, again, I I like the district, or I mean the The pairings. The pairings, yeah. Yeah, when you put them top two in opposite brackets because that way you don't have, you know, as it used to be, I mean, you might get the championship game on the first night of the tournament, yep, which yep. It's not what we'd really want to see. So, I, I like what they're doing there. Um, again, the teams are going to be playing have been trying to figure both these teams out all year, and I guarantee there'll be some cameras rolling tonight, <laughs> getting a look at this game to see what they do against each other and what works and what doesn't work.
0: Well, we'll return in four minutes with a look at the away teams tonight of the heavyweight matchup. Between the Kansas City Redhawks and the Harbor Beach Pirates, it's all on your Hardwood Home High School Hoops, the WLW Sports Network, being powered by Anger Valley Services. listening to the WLW Sports Network on Sports Radio 1021 and live and worldwide at WLWSports.com. The JV game in its final waning moments here. The Pirates' JV uh, beating the Cass City Redhawks right now 44-28. The game started out close, but Harbor Reach JV starting to pull away. Let's take a look at the away team tonight. That would be the Cass City Redhawks. And they enter tonight, well, with one of the most storied, uh, storylines of the entire year. They enter tonight with a 16-0 record. They have not lost in 333 days. In the Grey West, they currently are at 9-0. They claimed at least a share of the title, one more win in division, and they'll win it outright. The Red Hawks of Kansas City have one of the better offenses this season. It's the best offense, in fact, in the entire Grey Conference at 59.9 points and two points better than Harbor Beach on offense. Defense, they have the second best in the Grey Conference with 42 points allowed per game on average, second only, to their opponent tonight, Harbor Beach, by just one point. Average margin of victory for the Red Hawks is at 17.9 points in the black. That's the best differential in the league and 1.4 points better than the Pirates. Last year, City finished the season with a 21-3 record. They were co-champs in the career of the West District Champs and lost in the regional semifinals to the eventual state champions, the Flint Beecher Bucks. This year, the Red Hawks have moved their ceiling even higher with Cassidy yet to lose this since the campaign began in late November. They had a big test against Will- Millington on Wednesday, and now they have their eyes set on the Pirates.
2: That was a great win for them on Wednesday. The, one poll has uh, Cassidy ranked at uh, number nine in the state, and they're undefeated. And, I mean, anytime you can go a complete season undefeated, that's a, that's a true testament to a, a, a oh, absolutely. full season, a great team, that executes every night and brings it every night when you can go undefeated. And it's even different now because 22 games. You got 22 games. That's even harder to do. So believe me, it's part of, the, it's on their mind because again, no matter what happens, if you go undefeated, that's a phenomenal season.
0: Yeah. In Carter Patrick's high school career, he has scored 1,406 points. And that's just 48 points from the all time school record. That achievement is currently held by Paul Ufig. With 1,454 points, that would happen 30 years ago in 1994. This year, Carter Patrick is averaging 26.3 points per game, accounting for just under half of the Cassidy's entire offensive production. Making up the other 56% is Matt Mellendorf with 6.2, Tyler Kumper at 6, Trent Patrick at 5, Mason Nevick at 4.2, and Cohen Sherman with a 3.7 average.
2: They've done a great job. I mean, I know Patrick's scoring all the points, but in the end, they're basically averaging 60 points a game. Yeah. You score 60 points a game at the high school level, you're going to win over and over and over. And, man, they've just been consistent scoring that. And everybody's doing their role. Again, Patrick, yeah, they depend on him for a
0: lot of stuff.
2: And he can, I mean, you said he's got 48 points?
0: Until the all-time school record. Until yeah. the
2: all-time school record. He could possibly do that in a single game true that's very true and and he's the type of player that uh, if he has to he will put the team on his back but he's got a decent supporting cast there and they continue to get better and they're understanding the roles better and where to go to offensively so yeah it's just uh they've done a great job this year and again if you can average 60 points a game for a full season that's uh that's a that's a good offensive unit
0: it's parents night here in harbor beach so all the parents are out in the hallway right now going to be announced here in just a moment It's time for a short break on the WLW Sports Network. When we return, we'll take a look at the home team tonight. That'd be the Harbor Beach Pirates. Right here on your hardwood home for high school hoops, the WLW Sports Network. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network on Sports Radio 1021 and live or wide at WLWSports.com. It's the matchup we've been waiting for for quite some time. The best of the West against the Beast of the East. Cass City and Harbor Beach meeting on the hardwood for the first time this season. The Pirates enter tonight with a 15-3 overall record. They've won nine of their last ten games. In the Great of the East, they are 9-1. And, and with a two-game lead over Marlette, they have a clear, now actually a three game lead over Marlette. They have clinched at least and clinched a complete outright league title for the first time since 2020. The Pirates of Harbor Beach are coached by Ron Rubel, now in his 31st year at the helm, going 426 and 233 in the time. That's a 646 batting average. And off to his best start since 2015, the year they finished 16 and 5. The Pirates of Harbor Reach have been quite on the clip of offense this season, scoring 57.6 per game. That's the second-best offense in the entire Greater Thumb Conference, behind only Cass City by 2.1 points. On defense, Harbor Beach is allowing 40.8 points per game. That's the top defense in the conference, but by just two-tenths of a point over who else? Their opponent tonight in Cass City. Average margin of victory at 18.7 points in their favor, a difference of just 1.8 points in comparison to the Red Hawks. Through the holiday season, Harbor Beach sat with a 6-2 and record, losing only to two b BWAC opponents in the Blue Water area, Croslex by five at home and then at Yale by 18 points. But since the new year, the Pirates have ratted off five more wins since that point, taking their total record to 11-2, and before traveling to Marlette 11 days ago, where they lost by 15 points, 36-51. to the good news is that Harbor Beach has won four games since then, including two wins this week against Brown City and Banacks, both of those victories coming by 11 points.
2: Harbor Beach has got a great season going themselves. The, the, they've run into a little problem scoring. And when they do that, they're just done, they're, they're not making any threes. The Marlette game, 2 of 25. Yeah. I mean, that's hard to do. And then uh, Brown City, even though they won the game, they only scored 36 points. They only made one three in that game. So a key to their offense is being able to make those threes because that will open up the middle, and then they can go to work in there.
0: If Kansas City has Carter Patrick, the counterpunch and counteract for the Pirates would be Benson Harper. As just a sophomore, Harper is averaging 22.4 points per game, and already has scored 686 points in his two-year high school career. After Harper, Jack Bisher is boasting an 8.1 average, while Skylar Cruz has been coming in on hot as of late, which now averages 6.6 for Skylar Cruz. Dustin Emmerich adds 5.3 per game, while Andrew Caban comes off the bench and has been contributing 5.1 on average.
2: You know, we got team of the year race tonight, but we also, I think, have player of the year race tonight. Benson Harper's having a great season. I mean, if it wasn't for Carter Patrick, he (laughs) he would be clearing away. Best player in most leagues in the state. But anyways, it's going to be a great matchup between those two and these two teams, and they're really similar because, again, they're dominated by one player with the bulk of the scoring, but there's a supporting cast that's still getting them close to 60 points a game. And, again, they're averaging 57-something, so that's getting them right there. They're going to win – 90% 90% of your games when you're scoring almost 60 points a
0: game. Well, Harbor Beach and Cass City tip off in about 18 minutes. Up next, we'll analyze the tail of the tape between the Pirates and the Redhawks. So keep it locked on Sports Radio 1021 and live and worldwide at WLWSports.com. It's Cass City and Harbor Beach in the game of the regular season. It's Cass City at Harbor Beach in a non-divisional showdown, but it feels like everything's on the line. The Greater Thumb East Champions against the Greater Thumb West Champions. It's time to take a look at the tail of the tape between these two squads, and Cass City has seen its winning margin decrease as the season progresses, like Steve has mentioned. But the most important stat and key is that the Red Hawks remain undefeated with a 16-0 record entry tonight. Another key stat, one more divisional win, and they'll be the outright Greater Thumb West Champions. Tonight marks the start of a three-game road trip for Cass City, heading to Reese on Wednesday and then Lakers a week from tonight. To finish out the regular season, then Cass City hosts Maddox, Michigan Lutheran Seminary in Memphis before the tournament begins.
2: Cass City, tonight, there's more pressure on Cass City than there is on Harbor Beach. Again, going undefeated is a big deal. You want to win, and you just do not want to lose. And, again, they're ranked ninth in the state. They got a lot of things going for them. Would tonight be crushing? No, but it's a, it goes a long ways in accomplishing their goals, and I'm, one of their goals right now is being undefeated. They're going to win the West, So, and then after that, they'll be, in, they'll be in search of that district title again.
0: Yes, it's one step at a time there. Yes. Hyrule Beach seems to have bounced back well from their 15-point road loss to Marlette 11 days ago. Since then, the Pirates have ratted off four wins, all in double digits. With the Red Raiders losing to Sanevsky on Wednesday, Hover Beach clinched the outright league title, their first since 2020. After tonight, the Pirates hit the road against Deckerville on Monday and Memphis on Wednesday before returning home against Marlette a week from tonight. Then the Pirates will have a 10-day rest before the postseason tournament begins, and if they're one or two seed, they'll have... 13 days off between their last game of the regular season and their first game of the postseason.
2: Yeah, I don't, uh, I mean, yeah, it's nice to get uh, healthy, but that might be a little too much. But, again, I mean, it is what it is. Schedules are schedules. But, again, tonight, big night for them. A big, big, big night. They win tonight. It's a huge confidence builder for them going into the district
0: play. Now, I will say, in their defense, having grown up on the east side, you can expect about 4 to 5 to 12 of your games being rescheduled due to yes. snow, and that did not happen this year. That is true. Which is why I think yes. that the end of the season there is as it is. Head-to-head, it's the top two offenses against the top two defenses. Offense, Cass City holds the top spot, scoring an average of 59.9 per game, while Harbor Beach is a basket behind at 57.6. Red Hawks on offense by 2.3 points. On defense, flip the script. Harbor Beach at number one, Cass City at number two. The Pirates are allowing just 41.1, while the Red Hawks are at 42 flat. Reach with a defensive average advantage by nine tenths of a point. So statistically, if by going by stats in stats alone, Kansas City is favored by 1.4 points. Las Vegas, they're right there as well. They have the Kansas City Red Hawks favored by one and a half points on the books tonight. Kansas City has not lost to Reach since December of 2017, going three in zero in that span. It's time for one more short break. And when we return, we'll have your Thompson Chevrolet Super Cruise roadmap with our predictions as Steve Bone leading currently 3-2 to two on the season. It's all right here on your hardwood home Price school Hoops, the WLW Sports Network. City on the road against the Harbor Beach Pirates between the two teams just three total losses and all those three losses coming from the Harbor Beach Pirates it's time for now for the Thompson Chevrolet Super Cruise Roadmap if you're looking for the latest miles from Chevrolet look no further than the north end of Ubley at Thompson Chevrolet find new roads well the current standings Steve Bone 3 Clark Ramsey 2 Las Vegas 0 so the good news is one of us has been right every single game so far this year Uh, the bad news is Steve Bone you're leading me by one game
2: that's where it's supposed to be. I told okay. you that last week. All right. Week.
0: Okay. I'm supposed to so, be leading. So you could go. You won last week, so you could go first this week.
2: All right. Well, the number nine team in the state. I got to stick with them. I think they keep it rolling. I'm going to go 58 or 55-48. Oh, a lower scoring game. you are saying. Yes. I just 55-48. I just think both teams are really going to get after each other, and I just that's where I think it's going to be. So you that have,
0: ain't that low scoring. Well in comparison here wow as, as uh i was leading you there cassidy by seven points according to steve bone i have Kansas City winning by six points oh, in a higher scoring game 64 to 58
2: so what is this like price is right no just, i had that just, written down you 10 minutes ago one over me so i can't hardly no, win I, I gotta be perfect
0: yeah all right yeah that's what that's what you always claim you were <laughs> if Kansas City can be perfect this season why can't you that's true. That's the, that's the, and I'm looking to that's even true. the score here. Yeah, So Coach Gainforth always said I was perfect. Well, I mean, you <laughs> might want to get your hearing checked then if <laughs> that's the case. We're going to take one more break, and then we come back, we'll have your starting lineups in all of the festivities here from Harbor Beach, Michigan. It's a full gymnasium here on the shores of Lake Huron. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network on Sports Radio 1021 and live and worldwide at WLWSports.com. Well, folks, it's a full gymnasium here, especially behind us. Even the middle section behind the bars, that is full. It's a full gymnasium. It is a big game. All the dignitaries are here. And now we listen in to the outreach Pep Band with the playing of the National Anthem on what is one of the most sought-after Matchups this entire regular season. And perhaps a preview of what the district tournament will hold, which that district ninety five is right here in this gymnasium in Harbor Beach, which begins on February twenty-sixth. Cass City as it stands right now is the projected number one seed in District ninety five. The number two seed would be Harbor Beach. And if it stands as it is right now, that means they'd be in the opposite side of the bracket. And then with USA, Bad Axe, Lakers, and Carroll filling in by random draw, those four other positions. That is not until two weeks. Right now, we listen to our playing of our national anthem, "The Star-Spangled Banner." take you through those starting lineups for both teams here the Kansas City Redhawks, your way team tonight on the right side of your radio is their bench their student section their fan base standing rolling behind us as well and it's the standard five has been pretty much the entire regular season coached by Aaron Fernald in his 18th total year at the helm going 225 at 150 that time Tyler Cumber six foot one senior number three he averages 6.3 points per game Cohen Sherman, acting point guard, perhaps the best defensive player on their team and perhaps in the entire conference. He's a 5'10 senior, number 5. He averages just 3.7 per game. Carson Anthos is the tall man down low. He's a 6'5 junior, averaging 3.5 points per game now. He's number 11. Mason Nevick had a big game against Millington, had a, a flurry of sh- shooting and scoring at the early moments of that game against the Cardinals on Wednesday. He averages 4.6 this season. He's number 12, a 6'1 junior, Mason Nevick. And the leading scorer in the entire conference, the big man of the entire conference as well, a six-foot senior, number 25, Carter Patrick, comes in tonight averaging 26.3 points per game, and it's mostly inside of the arc. For the Harbor Beach Pirates, coached by Ron Rubel in his 31st year at the helm, going 426-233. and and the big, their bigs leading scorer for the Pirates, Benson Harper, just a sophomore, six foot sophomore, number ten. He averages 22.4 points per game. Jack Bisher is the next leading scorer on the team. He's a 5'11" senior, number twelve. He averages 8.1. Dustin Emmerich, a quiet 5.3 per game. He has a ability to shoot outside as well. He's a 5'11" junior, number 22. Dustin Emmerich. Then down low, a 6'2", senior, number 34, Seth Nowiski averages 1.7. And six foot three junior, number 42, Jack Smaglinski, averages three points per game. Your officials tonight, Chad Oberski, Mike Brown, and Cade Walsh. We'd like to welcome in all of our listeners from far and wide, whether you're listening on Pearl Street in Harbor Beach, Michigan, or in Holland, Michigan, or all the way in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Welcome to tonight's game. Harbor Beach in their home, white uniforms, beach in black in all caps. Across their chest, black numbers, orange outline, Cassidy in the road, maroon jerseys. Cassidy and script across her chest in white, and the tip is one by the Cassidy Redhawks for moving right to left crosshair radio. Cassidy on offense. Cohen Sherman against Benson Harper at top of the key. That extra Harper Beach hanging out in a little bit of his zone defense over to the left wing. Now to Tyler Cumber, back to Cohen Sherman, left wing. Surveying the Prairie. Now starts his dribble around the perimeter and retreats nearly to Big court. Directing traffic, Benson Harbour comes up to mute. Now Dustin Emmerich is there instead at the left wing. 7.5 to play, still no score. Sherman at the left elbow, kicks it back out to Cumper. Cumper into the corner to Mason Nevick, starts his dribble, picks it up as double team comes in, kicks it back out to the top to Cumper to Sherman's hands. Harbour reaches defense, resets. 7.15 left to the first. First possession here still. Cumper to the left wing. Sherman, left wing, same spot. Inside the paint, takes the jump shot off the bounce, off the backboard, rebound still bouncing around, and it's still on the floor and finally picked up by Jackson Lagunzi for the Pirates. 0-0, zero, zero, we've played one minute. Harbour Reach has their first possession right now. Left, right across your radio. New uniforms here for the Pirates this season. Benson Harbour dribbles in, and it's stripped away by who else? Carter Patrick. First turnover, we have a whistle, and this is going to be a reach in on Dustin Emmerich. Number 22, his first team's first of the quarter. Steve Bone, what do you think so far?
2: <laughs> Harbor Beach started off with a 2-3 zone. Really understanding where Patrick is. If he tries to go high post to really collapse and lo- not letting him get it there, going to make him be on, beat him on the perimeter.
0: Or into the corner to Carter Patrick, and it's thrown out of bounds. And that's the first turnover for the Red Hawks, so both teams with one turnover. Six and a half to play in the first quarter. 0-0. Zero, zero. The top two offenses against the top two defenses tonight have yet to score a point. Dustin Emmerich at the left wing against Carter Patrick. Into the corner to Jack Fisher. Fisher against Emmerich. Back to Emmerich. Starts his dribble now. Picks it up. Gives it back to Fisher. Flash into the high post to be Smiglinski, Nothing there. Benson Harper right wing. Top of the key. Back to Emmerich. Gets a screen to his right. Dribbles to his right. Picks it up. Over to Benson Harper. Starts his dribble around the perimeter. At the left elbow. It takes his time. But gives it hands. And off to Jack Fisher. Back in the hands of Harper. Harper. Trying to get some breathing room. Dows goes in for the runner, and the floater is in for two points just before the clock shows six minutes. 2-0, Harbor Beach leading. Cassidy tries to go in a hurry-up tempo. They throw it out of bounds. That's turnover number two, and Harbor Beach is back in offense with a 2-0 lead.
2: Yeah, Sherman just trying to run the floor. Just made an errant pass. Had him on the wing for a layup. couple seconds. Behind him
0: couple substitutions for the Pirates. Andrew Caban comes in, 5'9", sophomore, and Skylar Cruz, a 6'3", sophomore. Into Cruz at the left block, goes up strong. No call, and it goes out of bounds, and it will be Harbor Beach ball underneath their own basket, race side of your radio. Dustin Emmerich, 5'42", left from the first, inbounding for the Pirates underneath their own hoop on race side of your radio, feeds it into Harper in the corner. Cohen Sherman, as expected, guarding him. Back to Caban. Picks up his dribble at the high post. Inside to Skylar Cruz in between the high and low. And they're going to say there's a foul against the Cass City Redhawks. Foul go against number three, Tyler Cumber, his first and team's first of the quarter.
2: Cass City starting off in their basic man-to-man. Really a lot of pressure on the ball. Physical. Hubbard Beach wanted to go inside.
0: Emmerich feed it in. Into Skylar Cruz. The sky hook is no good from the right block. And rebound brought in by Cass City. 2-0. Red Hawks trailing the Harbor Beach Pirates in Harbor Beach. Cumper in the short corner. Nothing there. Picks up his dribble. Skip past pass to back to the top to Sherman to reset the offense. Flashing to the high post. Sherman off balance. Excuse me, that's Cumper with a shot. Rebound brought in by Dustin Emmerich for the Pirates. Emmerich into the corner. Come on. Goes down baseline. Cut off there by Nevick. Back out to Emmerich at the left wing. Back to Benson Harbor. Harbor starts his dribble. Around the perimeter he goes at the right wing to Jack Fisher being guarded by cumper into the corner Cabon. one dribble back to bisher fisher feeding inside and is kicked out of bounds by tyler cumper
2: again Harbor beach being very patient trying to get the ball inside or get harper loose and see if he can attack that man
0: wide open at the left block on the inbound was dustin emmerich the shot's no good but offensive rebound for the pirates keeps them on offense Two nothing Harbor beach leading Cass City, four minutes and 40 seconds left in the first quarter. We're nearly halfway through the first quarter. One basket collective. Andrew Caban spinning inside the lane. The floater's off the mark. Looks like a little bit tipped. tip. Skylar Cruz gets the rebound. He's fouled. Count the basket and one for Skylar Cruz. Foul goes against Cass City. That's their second team foul. And the first against Carson Anthes. We have a substitution coming in for the Pirates. That would be number 42. Jax Wiglinski for Jack Fisher. And we have a full timeout called by Aaron Fernald and the Cassie Red Redhawks. So, Steve Bone, what are we seeing here so far from either team?
2: Well, again, it's, it's early. Both teams are a little nervous. Again, you got two best defenses in the thumb going against each other. So it's going to take a little while to kind of figure out where you can attack at. You can see how it's already setting up. Harbor Beach wants to go inside. Yeah. And then if they can, you know, then Harper's the one that's going to beat you off the dribble. Sherman, of course, who, again, we both agree is probably the best defender in the thumb, is going to have his work cut out for him, keeping him from doing that. But that's how Harbor Beach wants to attack. Now, on the other end, Harbor Beach is playing a zone, 2-3 zone, and understanding where Carter Patrick is at all times. Normally, when teams play zone, Fernald likes to go to Patrick at the high post and let him work from there because he's so good off the dribble with the shot fakes and all that. But as soon as he flashes high post, it's really being communicated. They're collapsing down on him, so he doesn't catch it. Basically, Harbor Beach's defense right now is anybody anyone, Carter. but Carter. Yeah, anyone <laughs> so but anybody that shoots besides him is a, is a good uh, defense possession.
0: Well, Skyler Cruz is trying to finish off an old-fashioned three-point play here. He's a 61% free-throw shooter on the season, 30 of 49 so far, with the 50th attempt right here, and it's good. So it's five to two, Pirates. Overcast City, four and a half to play in the first quarter. Cohen Sherman across midcourt. I Reach sticking to the matchup zone. Making sure they know where Carter Patrick is at all times. Cohen Sherman dribbling at the right wing, hands it off to Carter Patrick. Five to ten feet behind the arc. Benson Harper against Carter Patrick. Carter Patrick dribbling, feeds it back to Sherman. Four minutes, five seconds left. High post to Cumber. Back to Sherman's hands, taking their time. Both teams certainly patient so far this evening. Sherman dribbling around, trying to find some sort of leak of penetration. Nothing there. And it's tipped away by Dustin Emmerich, and it's thrown in by Mason Nevick to keep the possession alive. Cohen Sherman dribbling at the left block, Eric left elbow, excuse me, to Nevick in the right corner. Nevick against Emmerich takes a jump shot, fade away, and this one's good. He did that on Wednesday. He does it again tonight. And Mason Nevick gives the first points to Cass City with 3.37 left in the first quarter. 5 to 2, Harbor Reach leading by 3. Benson Harper across the timeline over to the left wing, extended to Swivinski back to the hands of Benson Harper. Harper averaging 22 points per game, is yet to score tonight. No, excuse me, no, he has two points. He has the first two points. It's been so long ago since we've had a basket, frankly, from either team. Benson Harper takes a jump shot mid-range. This one's no good. Carter Patrick with the rebound. Here come the Red Hawks trailing by three. Three minutes left in the first quarter. Five to two, Harper Beach. Carter Patrick with fadeaway jump shot on the baseline. <laughs> Smooth as silk, his first points. It's now 5-4. to four. four straight points for the Red Hawks. Three minutes left in the first quarter. Come on. To Cruz at the high post. To Benson Harper, wide open for three. This one's off the mark. And rebound, tipped out of bounds. It'll be Harbor Beach ball. Substitutions for City. Trent Patrick comes in, as does number 21, Matt Mellendorf. Carson Anthus and Mason Nevick sit down. For the Pirates. Jack Smiglinski sits down, and Jack Bisher is back in.
2: Cassidy brought in two uh, of their better three-point shooters to attack this zone.
0: Benson Harper gets the inbound against Sherman, dribbling at the right wing. To Jack Fisher inside to Skylar Cruz. Give and go to Bisher inside. The money is in for two points for Jack Fisher. Seven to four. reach leads by three. Sherman to Comper left wing against Harper. Lashing the high post is Carter Patrick. Now at the high post, at the, on the top of the key for three. This one's no good. And rebound brought in by Harbor Beach. Carter Patrick, surprisingly, with just 26 three-pointers this entire season to this point through 16 games. Balls knocked out of the hands of Harbor Beach by Kansas City. They'll inbound underneath their own basket right side of your radio. 2:12 12 left in the first quarter. 7-4 Pirates, and Dustin Emmerich takes a three on the inbound. This one's no good, but Skylar Cruz gets the rebound and is still loose, and it's going to be Harbor Beach ball after the putback from Cruz was no good and goes out of bounds. Last touch by Trent Patrick. Dustin Emmerich inbounding for the Pirates once again. Trying to get Benson Harper open inside. He does, and at the right block, it's in for two points. Benson Harper with four. It's now 9-4. Pirates lead with two minutes to play in the first quarter. Pirates by five points. Ties their largest. Cohen Sherman dives inside. Wide open the right block is Tyler Kumper. And it's blocked out of bounds by Skylar Cruz. And the student section of the Pirates fired up as you'd expect. Braille in the Valley checks in for the Red Hawks and replaces Tyler Kumper. Carter Patrick will inbound for the Red Hawks. Trailing by five points, 9-4, to four, minute 45 left in the first quarter. Cohen Sherman against Andrew Kabob. Flashing to the top of the key. Carter Patrick now dribbling around the perimeter once again. Picks up his dribble over to the left wing to younger brother Trent Patrick. Rocking the headband back to Cohen Sherman at midcourt. City on offense with 85 seconds left here in the first quarter. Carter Patrick trying to get loose. He's at the left elbow, takes the jump shot, fade away, and this one is good. Four points for him, nine to six. Cass City cuts down the deficit to three points. Minute 11 remains in the first quarter.
2: Took on three defenders there to get that one.
0: And it's tipped Andrew Gabon in the backcourt, trying to pass it back to Vincent Harper. Carter Patrick got a hand on it, goes out of bounds. And so Harper Beach will be facing a full court press from Cass City, 90 feet from their own hoop, left side for radio. Bond to Harper, still in the backcourt. Harper dribbles through a double-team. At the high post is the jump shot from Skylar Cruz. In and out, no good, but Benson Harper with the putback floating through the air. Benson Harper has six, Harbor Beach has 11, leading by five once again. There's the athleticism of Benson Harper. Down the baseline, it goes Matt Mellendorf. He is held up, jump ball, possession arrow, Harbor Beach. All things favoring the Pirates right now. 42 seconds left in the first quarter, Harbor Beach 11, City 6.
2: Yes, Harbor Beach's got a really good game plan for how they want to defend Cass City right now. and Cass City's struggling a little bit, but uh, I think they'll figure this out.
0: Most certainly, they, we, we've seen it how many times this season already. Jack Bisher at the left wing, back to Caban at midcourt. Carpenter guarding him from about 13 feet. 25 seconds left in the first quarter. Harbor Beach 11, Cass City 6, the Pirates going for last shot now. Caban hands it off to Harper. Fourteen seconds left. It's going to be Harper, and defending him Carter Patrick. Collectively, 48 points scored between on average. Benson Harper takes the fadeaway jump shot. The right, el- right elbow him, so This one's no good. And rebound brought in by Sherman. He takes the half court chuck. This one's no good. We've reached the end of the first quarter with a Harbor Reach five point lead. Harbor Reach 11. Cast 36 on the W L W Sports Network. Eight minutes are on the board. We're starting the second quarter. Cassidy will inbound at midcourt as the Pirates lead five by five points, 11-6 for the undefeated Cassidy Red Hawks. We've seen Cassidy come back a number of times. They did it last week against Carroll. We'll see what they do now. Matt Mellendorf for the high post gives it back to Sherman. Sherman starts his dribble. He's at the right elbow, goes down to the right block, picks up his dribble, kicks it back out to Carter Patrick. Left open for three, in and out, and back in. Carter Patrick with seven. Cass City with nine points. First points of the quarter go to Cass City. Seven and a half to play in the second. Two-point ball game suddenly. Harbor Beach eleven. Cast City nine. Gavon dribbling to his right against Trent Patrick. In trouble, pivoting, trying to get to Benson Harbor. Now he does. Left wing extended. Gets the screen from Cruz. Dribbles to his right. He's at the right at the free throw line against Carter Patrick. Pivoting, nothing there. Back out to Dustin Emmerich. Wide open for the three. The lefty's up, and it's no good. And rebound, still loose, and it's going to be Hover Beach ball. City's folks who made the trip over to the east side tonight, not too pleased about that call. Student section has expanded over to the baseline. 6.59 left in the second quarter. Hover Beach 11. Cassidy City nine pirates, inbounding on their own baseline, into the corner. Two Hackett sober. He takes the three. This one's no good. Skylar Cruz with the putback. This one's no good. And Benson Harper gets the putback. That one's no good. Skylar Cruz takes another shot, and this one's good. <laughs> the pirates is patting the stats now with a myriad of offensive rebounds, and capped off with a two-pointer from Skylar Cruz. Cassidy going to baseline to baseline into Mason Nevick's hands with a short two feet inside of the three point line. That's his fourth point of the night, 13 to 11. Cassidy trails by just two points. Benson Harper through the hands of Hackett Sober. That's the second turnover tonight. Here comes Braylon the Valley and the Red Hawks, and he traveled with it. Three turnovers for Cassidy now.
2: Kansas City wants to pick up the pace. They don't really want to have to attack that 2-3 zone, so if they can get something going in transition, they're definitely going to make that attempt.
0: So out there for the Pirates, we have Hackett Silver Skyler Cruz, Jack Fisher, Benson Harper, and Andrew Caban. For the Red Hawks, Carter Patrick, Chen Patrick, but as, as Andrew Caban takes the three, and he nails it. 16-11. i I'm reach back out by five. 5.58 left in the first half. Huge three from Andrew Gabon, who averages five points per game. Carter Patrick against Gabon, dribbling at the right wing. Two for LaValle. To Trent Patrick, starts his dribble at the top of the key, takes the three, no, just long, and Benson Harper rips down the rebound. Here come the Pirates with a five-point lead in tow. Benson Harper goes down the left side of the lane, puts up the runner. This one's no good, but we have a whistle, and it's going to be a foul against Cass City. Looks like on the rebound. Foul goes against Carson Anthus. They're going to call it a slug. And this is going to be on the baseline.
2: Well, again, Cass City does play real physical. And that's part of their game. So you're going to get a couple of those calls.
0: And now we have a whistle even before the ball was inbounded. And the foul goes against Cass City's number 23, Braylon the Valley, his first team second. And so Tyler Cumper will check back in and replace Braylon the Valley. So out there for Cassidy right now, both Patricks, Tyler Cumper. Mason Nevick, and Carson Anthus. Hackett-Soper will inbound for the Pirates. Looking to inbound, nothing there. Now goes the safety valve to Jack Fisher at the left wing. Starts his dribble against Carter Patrick. Now to Andrew Caban's hands. 5.23 left in the first half. 16-11, Hover Beach by 5. Over Cassidy's, Jack Fisher takes the NBA 3 Rainmaker. This one's no good. And Mason Nevick brings in just the fourth rebound for Cassidy this evening. Nevick across midcourt at the high, top of the key. And it's stolen away by Skylar Cruz in the middle of the paint. Four turnovers for Cass City. Benson Harper down to the baseline to Caban High off the glass, no good. Rebound brought in by Kumper. Here comes Cass City, nearly stolen by Jack Fisher. Now Carter Patrick with numbers. Down, and it's overthrown, intended for Carson Anthus. But Carson Anthus is 6'5". he need to be about 6'11 to bring that one in. Five turnovers for Cass City now. Substitution for the Pirates. Dustin Emmerich replaces Hackett Silver. Again,
2: things are going really well right now for Harbor Beach. Actually, they probably wish they were
0: expanding their lead a little bit because yeah. Cass really having a tough time right now. Benson Harper bringing the ball up himself into the corner. Wide open. Jack Fisher takes the three. Yes! That's five for him now. 19-11. Harbor Beach with the, to the largest lead at eight. Four and a half to play in the second quarter. Tyler Comfort to Trent Patrick at the right wing. Coming around the perimeter at the high post. Now to the left wing. Still dribbling to older brother Carter Patrick against Andrew Caban. Gets a screen from Carson Anthes setting that up to his right. Dribbles to his right as well. Into the corner, Trent Patrick takes a three. No. Rebound brought in by Skylar Cruz for the Pirates. That's 11 rebounds for Harbor Beach. Five forecast city. Most of those came in one possession. Benson Harbour takes the jump shot from 16 feet. This one's no good. Rebound brought in by Cass City. Here comes Carter Patrick bringing the ball himself. Three minutes, 45 seconds left in the second quarter. Carter Patrick into the corner to Trent Patrick. Takes another three. This one's good. Trent Patrick with his first points of the night. Makes it a five-point ball game yet again, 19-14. Here comes Harbour Beach. Benson Harbour across midcourt. Back to Andrew Garbon at the left wing extended. High post, Skylar Cruz, pump fakes, goes down inside the lane. He's hammered. He'll go to the free throw line for two shots.
2: Hubbard Beach doing a nice job against Cass City's 1-2-2, three-quarter court press. That's uh, Normally they get a lot of easy baskets out of that, so being that they're not creating any turnovers from it, it their offense is a little more stagnant.
0: So, this puts Skyler Cruz back to the free throw line for two shots. That's the third personal against Carson Anthos. First free throw is good for Skyler Cruz. So, Carson Anthos sits down, replaced by Cohen Sherman. Jack Bisher sits down, is replaced by Jack Spoglinski. Yeah, I
2: think they gave Sherman a little blow there. He's been chasing Benson Harper around. Yeah. But also, part of
0: Free throw's no good. A tip by the Pirates, but it goes right out of bounds. No one was there to grab it, so it'll be Cass City ball. And I think the other
2: thing they wanted to talk to uh, Sherman, I mean, Harbor Beach is a flat not guarding him at all. Free throw line out, and uh, they'll probably tell him, you're going to have to do something there. <laughs> you can't just, they're playing five on four sometimes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Trent Patrick, over to the left wing to Cohen Sherman. Harbor Beach still in that zone. NBA 3 from Carter Patrick. It's off the mark. Rebound ripped down by Jax mclinsky into the hands of Dustin Emmerich. Here comes Harbor Beach with a six-point lead. Three minutes left in the second quarter. 20-14, Harbor Beach overcast City. Pirates have never trailed in this ballgame so far. Caban against Trent Patrick. Dribbles to the left elbow and hands it off to Dustin Emmerich. One dribble there for him and hands it back off to Benson Harper. Ron Rubel calls in the play. And coming off of screens on either side, but none, no passes made. Down inside, inside the block, turns to the basket. That is no good from uh, Seth Nowiski. And rebound brought in by City. Trent Patrick in the short corner on the baseline, takes a jump shot. And this one's good. He has five. And it's now 20-16, to 16, a four-point ball game.
2: Get another basket in transition.
0: That's about all city has been able to do so far tonight. Come on, dribbling. To Benson Harper against Patrick at the right wing. Gets a screen from Nowiski. Breaks him free. Down inside. Down to paint. Off the glass. And rolls in for two points. Benson Harper with eight points tonight. 22 what? to 16.
2: When he gets a match, <laughs> when he gets the matchup he wants, he really he's attacks gone. that. When it's not Sherman or Carter Patrick, he's going to the basket.
0: Sherman against Nowiski. Back out to Trent Patrick for three right wing. This one's high. bounces at the top of the iron. bounces at the top of the backboard and finally brought in. For the rebound by the Pirates. That one lingered for about six seconds. Benson Harper across midcourt against Sherman. Gives a screen from Spilinski. He dives down the left side of the lane. High off the glass. None, nothing there. Offensive rebound for Dustin Emmer. Emmerich takes the three from the left wing. This one's no good. Trent Patrick brings in the rebound. Eight on the night for the team. 22-16. Harbor Beach by six. Here's Carter Patrick. And there's going to be a push against Benson Harper on the floor. That will be Benson Harper's first. And I will first of the quarter as well with a minute 16 left. Trent Patrick sits down. Good minutes there. For Trent Patrick. Inbound to Mason Nevick. To Tyler Kumper in the left corner. Starts the dribble. Dives down the left block. Pump fake. Goes up strong. He's fouled. He'll go to the free-throw line for two shots. And the foul will go against the Pirates. That's their second team foul. And the first against Skyler Cruz. Ron Rule doesn't like to call. Says he was standing straight up. And that puts Tyler coming to the free throw line, who is a 48% free throw shooter on the season.
2: Yeah, it's, Cassidy's going to have to do that because, again, there's a lot of pressure being put on Carter Patrick anytime he touches it. And they're really sagging on some of these guys. So you're just going to have to put it on the floor and just go to the basket and hopefully get to the free throw line.
0: First free throw from Comfort is good. Second free throw on the way here. And it's good. Two for two on that trip for Tyler Comfort. 22-18. to 18. Minute remains in the first half. Pirates by four points. Benson Harper across midcourt calling for Andrew Caban to take the shot or take the, the key and point away. Back to Harper's. Hands at the left wing at the free-throw line. Jump shot is up. It's no good. Dustin Emmerich with the rebound on the baseline. Resets the offense back out to Caban, top of the key. 39 seconds left. Caban at the left elbow, takes the jump shot. A little bit of contact there. None called. Rebound brought in by Carter Patrick in transition over to Mellendorf. Dives inside the lane, falling away. This one touches nothing, and rebound brought in by Benson Harper. 22 seconds left. Now, Harper Beach going potentially for last shot. We thought that was going to be the last time on the last possession as well, though. Harper against Sherman. And it's pickpocketed by Sherman, but Harper picks it back up. It's five on four. Over to the right wing to Jack Fisher. Takes a three with eight seconds left. It's good. Jack Fisher with his second three of the night. He has eight points. It's 25 to 18. Half-court shot from Sherman is no good. And the Pirates go into their home locker room with a seven-point lead, 25 to 18 or the undefeated Cassidy Redhawks. Pirates by seven points at the W, LLW Sports Network at Halftime, Harbor Beach 25, City 18. When it comes to home improvement projects, there are only so many ways to complete the task the right way and about a million ways for it to go wrong. That's where your local Harbor Beach True Value store comes in. A wise man once told me that the key to a home plumbing project is a full tank of gas. So instead of running to that big box store 17 times to figure out what you need on your own, while trying to look like you know what you're doing, why not head to your local hardware store that can help you reach your project's finish line. The friendly and experienced staff of Harbor Beach True Value have the knowledge and know-how of how to get the job done right the first time. They know the difference between inside and outside diameters of PVC. They know what questions to ask so that you can save time, money, and the headaches for whatever might be on that honey-do list. So when you're in need of plumbing supplies, HVAC, paint, DNR licenses, yard and garden items, or just that one random nut and bolt that went missing, you know where to go. That's your local hardware store in downtown Harbor Beach, at the corner of 1st and State Street, just a block from the main light. Harbor Beach True Value. Locally owned, and locally yours. It's halftime in Harbor Beach, and the Cass City Redhawks trail the Pirates 25-18. Harbor Beach 25, Cass City 18. The Pirates have led through the first 16 minutes of play throughout this entire game. They came out with a 5-0 lead before Cass City's ran it off four straight points for themselves, making it a 5-4 game. Then Harbor Beach responded with four points for themselves to make it back out to to 9-4. And pretty much ever since that point, with the exception of one time, it's been exchanging baskets the rest of the way out. It was 11-9, 13-9, 13-11, 16-11, 19-11. That's the only time when Harvich went on a 6-0 run there on a matter of a three-pointer as well as a three-point play. And ever since then, 19-14, 20-14, 20-16, 22-16, 22-18, 25-18, halftime. Four scores for both teams. Harvich is led by Benson Harper and Jack Fisher, each with eight points. Six points for Skylar Cruz and three points for Andrew Caban. It was 11-6 at the end of the first quarter. And Harvey John scores Kansas City in the second quarter, 14-12. Leading scorer for Kansas City. Anyone want to make a guess here for leading scorer for Kansas City?
2: Is it Carter Patrick? It's Carter Patrick. Carter
0: Patrick, he has seven points. Two inside the arc in a three-pointer. That's seven points for him. Five points for Trent Patrick, younger brother. Four points for Mason Nevick and two free throws from Tyler Cumper. Harbor Beach from the free throw line, two for three for 66%. Cass City, two for two for 100%. Turnovers, Cass City with five. Harbor Beach with just two turnovers. And rebounding, though, in heavily in favor of the Pirates, 15 to nine. And Harbor Beach has eight on the defensive side, seven on the offensive board. Seven offensive rebounds to Cass City's zero. Cass City with nine total rebounds, all on the defensive side of the ball.
2: Yeah, that's the biggest difference in the game right now, is that offensive end, the offensive rebounds at Harbor Beach. Hubbard Beach has shot thirty one times to Cass City's fifteen. It's just I mean they're getting two to one, two to one. on every two possession pretty much. And you know actually we'll go over some shooting. Hubbard Beach is only shooting thirty two percent and they're up by seven. <laughs> <laughs> but they're getting two shots to one for from Cass City's and it's, again it's just they're they're really attacking the offensive glass. They're getting second chance opportunities. So uh, there's balls getting knocked out of bounds and they're getting that possession. They're getting the loose balls. So as of right now, things are kind of going Harbor Beach's way. Uh, you know, you talk about Carter Patrick with seven points in the first half, he averages 26. So he's he's a fair way off of his average, even though he, he can explode in the second half and get to his numbers. Yeah, I
0: also need to be there.
2: So, but you know, Cass City, they were two of seven from the arc. You're thinking, well, Harbor Beach is playing a 2 3 zone, but their 2 3 zone sags on certain guys and it's out on others. So, like Carter Patrick, they're really jumping him when he gets the ball in the arc. When his brother Trent's in the game and he's on the arc, they're really coming after him. Same thing with Mellendorf. So, they're forcing them guys to put the ball on the floor. And then the other guys, like Sherman, they're just laying way back and saying, go ahead, shoot it. And they won't shoot it. So, it's kind of giving them a little bit of a, you know, it's, it's bothering them quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, absolutely. And so, I suspect in the second half, Cass City's really gonna attack the basket. If you're gonna lay off me by eight feet, I'm gonna really go to the basket, attack you, get into you, see if we can get some fouls, get to the free throw line. I'm assuming Carter's gonna be a lot more aggressive, trying to get the ball inside at the free throw line and attack from there. And then defensively, again, we talked about Cass City, in their one-two-two press, They're three-quarter court press. They usually get some turnovers over off of that, but Harper and, and 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 his other backcourt mates have been doing a really nice job of not turning the ball over. So,
0: so what do we expect to see here in the second half?
2: I think we're going to see much of the same from Harbor Beach. I, I, it's interesting. I want to see really how Cass City attacks uh, Harbor Beach's zone. And in the end, it's going to come down to Harper and Carter Patrick.
0: Well, Harbor Reach will start out on offense as they get the inbound at midcourt, moving now right to left across your radio in their home white uniforms. Harbor Reach 25, Cass City 18, and they cough it up, uh, trying to feed it down to the low post. That's turnover number three of the evening for the Pirates. Cassidy City trails by seven. Mason Nevick at the right wing against Andrew Caban. Flashing to the high post to Carter Patrick. Double team comes in and he retreats to the right wing extended against Kabon. Seven and a half to play in the third. Still no score here. Mason Nevick gets a screen to Kirk Patrick Wide open in the corner is Cohen Sherman takes a three. No good. And there's the first offensive rebound of the night for Cass City. Mason Nevick over to Cohen Sherman inside the lane. Dives down to left side lane. And off the glass in for two for Cohen Sherman. Nice dive to the basket there for the senior.
2: Pretty much as expected. <laughs> yes. We're going to the basket and <laughs> whether we make them or
0: not. Cohen Sherman's first points of the night. He averages 3.7. 25-20, a five-point lead for the Pirates now. Benson Harper to Dustin Emmerich at the free-throw line against Carter Patrick. Trying to spin. Nothing there. Gives it back to Benson Harper. Dives inside the lane. Goes up strong and in for two points for Benson Harper. He has 10. 27-20. to 20, 6.40 left in the first half, or excuse me, the third quarter. Feels like it's the first half still. Carson Anthus in there with three fouls to Tyler Kumper underneath the zone, and it's scooped up and picked off by Andrew Kamon. Jack Fisher in transition, going up for the finger roll right side. That was an ugly-looking shot. And rebound brought in by Tyler Kumper. Stolen away once again by Andrew Caban in transition, trying to feed it to Carter Patrick. Here's Caban at the free-throw line to Benson Harbor, left wing against Sherman. Skip pass to the right corner to Jack Fisher takes a three. It's no good. Offensive rebound, Andrew Caban. The runner's no good. And here comes City. Still trailing by seven points, 27 to 20. And Cohen Sherman can't get the shot to fall. A lot of contact there. Rebound brought in by Benson Harper and the Pirates, and suddenly this tempo has been turned up to 11. Five minutes, 50 seconds left in the third quarter. Howard reached 27, Cast City 20. Benson Harper against Mason never gets a screen from Emmerich. Could have been a moving screen. And Benson Harper on the baseline, jump shot in this one smooth, and that's his 12th point. 29 to 20. Howard reach coming out, firing hot. Yeah, you're not going to defend that little <laughs> baseline pull-up fadeaway. <laughs> And Cassidy probably sees that every single day and uh, practice themselves from Carter Patrick. <laughs> yes, they do. Speaking of, Carter Patrick gets it inside the lane, and they're going to say there is a foul on the floor before the shot from Carter Patrick. The foul goes against number 22, Justin Emmerich. That's his second, team's first of the quarter. So Cassidy will inbound right side of the radio. Mason Nevek sits down.
2: So again, City trying to get the ball inside to Patrick, and when they get the opportunity, they're driving against this zone.
0: Carter Patrick comes into the corner on the inbound. Cohen Sherman hands it off to Carter Patrick at the top of the key. Five fifteen left in the third quarter. 29-20, however, reach out to their largest lead at 9. Cohen Sherman at the left wing against Harper, trying to lull this defense to sleep. Inside the paint, flashing down the baseline is Carter Patrick. He delays and puts it in for two points. He has nine. 29 to 29-22, five minutes left in the third quarter.
2: That's his office
0: right there. Yes, first it time is. He's
2: first time he's been in the office tonight.
0: Yes, 29-22. to Harbor Beach by 7. Benson Harper to Skyler Cruz against Carson Anthas. Cruz directing traffic. Now starts his dribble around at the right elbow. Kicks it back out to Jack Fisher, right wing. He dives down to the baseline. Takes the jump shot. This one's short. Rebound brought in by Carson Anthas. And we have a foul on the rebound, and this is going to go against the Pirates. Ball goes against Skyler Cruz. That's his second. Team's second as well. And Jack McGlincy sits down. And replaces Jack Fisher. I
2: think Harbor Beach needs to stay patient on offense, get get good shots. When they got their feet set, that was kind of a rush shot, pull-up jump shot there. Keep working the ball around, get it inside, see if you can get Harper again, get the favorable matchup and have him drive
0: to the basket. Skylar Cruz also sits down for the Pirates, replaced by Seth Nowiski. Cohen Sherman dribbles to the left wing, into the corner to Kara Patrick. Thought about taking the three, and does not. Now he dribbles out to the left wing, extended, and Benson Harbor switches on defense on him. Into the corner to Cumber. Dribbling still there, nothing there. Back to the top to Sherman. Sherman dives inside the lane. Wide open, Carson Anthus in for two. Nice looking move there. Carson Anthus in for the basket. 29-24, 4.05 left in the third quarter. The 4-0 run suddenly after Harbor reaches 4-0 run. Benson Harper dribbling against Cohen Sherman over to Andrew Gabon, right wing. Gets a screen from Smiglinski at the high post. Now to the left wing to Dustin Emmerich. Emmerich dribbling all the way around to the right wing against Trent Patrick. Andrew Gabon pump fix. Now gets it to Benson Harper, left wing, calling for a screen to his right at the left wing. Gets it. Now he's at the free throw line trying to dive inside. Takes the 17-footer from the top of the key. This one's no good. Long rebound brought in by Dustin Emmerich. Keeps our reach on offense. Down to the low post to Seth and Whiskey. Back out to Benson Harper. Takes the three. It's good. Benson Harper with 15 points now. 32 to 24. Harper reached by eight. Cohen Sherman, top of the key. Dives inside the lane. Nothing there to Trent Patrick in the corner. Sherman fell down on that actually. Carter Patrick at the left wing. Back to Trent Patrick, top of the key. Pump fakes. Now to Cohen Sherman dives inside at the left elbow, nothing there. Carson Anthus open inside. And another four two points for him. He has four. 32-26, a six-point ball game. Benson Harper across midcourt, right-to-left across your radio. 32-26, Harbor Beach by six. Benson Harbor gets a double screen, dribbles to his right, hands it off to Seth Nowiski, top of the key. Nothing there, back to Harper. Harper to Caban, left wing, nearly in the corner, gets a screen from Smilinski at the free-throw line. Whiskey. Kavon retreats, resets the offense. Two and a half to play in the third. Kavon at the free-throw line now goes down the right side of the lane against Patrick. Find his way down. This one's no good. Rebound brought in by Anthos, who's making his presence known on both sides of the court now. Carter Patrick across midcourt, 32-26, trailing by six points to the Pirates. Cohen Sherman hands it off to Carter Patrick against Benson Harper. Double screen there. Carter Patrick goes inside, and we have a block called on Seth Nowitzki. That'll be his first and team's third for the Pirates in this quarter. 209 left of the third, and Cassidy will inbound underneath their own basket right side of your radio. Carson Anthony sits down with four points. Because
2: Harbor Beach is kind of playing this as a matchup, you almost can now attack it as a, as a man, and they are. They're setting a lot more screens, tacking more off the dribble,
0: trying to get the ball inside. And we have a we have a streaker. <laughs> better known as a four-year-old daughter. Looking for mom. Looking for mom. Killer boots. <laughs> so, Cassidy City will now inbound on the side. Trent Patrick is posted up in the left corner already, and looks like looks like she found mom. All right, we're good. Two oh five left in the third quarter. Harbor Beach thirty two, Cassidy City twenty six. Carter Patrick takes the three, top the key, no good. Mason never go though gets the rebound. This one's tipped and rebound go brought in by Mellendorf. Melendorf puts it up in for two points. Nice effort there from Cass City. Four-point ball game, 32-28. Benson Harper against Cohen Sherman at midcourt. Dribbles to his right. He's at the right elbow, down to the baseline. The runners in for two points from Benson Harper. Wow. 34-28, minute 35 left. Yeah, they're going to get her going now. That's quite the response there from Benson (laughs) Harper. Exchanging baskets. Inside is stolen away by Benson Harper. Going the other way. Wide open. Goes in for the layup, and it's in for two points. Benson Harper breaking out in this quarter. 36-28, to 28, suddenly just like that. Minute 13 remains in the third. Harper reach 36, Cassidy 28. Trent Patrick at the right elbow. Back out Sherman inside to the corner to Nevick. To Carter Patrick going to post at the post. Double team comes in. This one airballed and brought in by Scholar Cruz.
2: Yeah, Harper might have got a piece of that. I think
0: so, too. Yep. Well, as well, it's a triple team. It comes yeah. down to <laughs> the right <hard> block. <laughs> it comes
2: from every direction. It's
0: Kirk Patrick's talented, but it's, uh, the odds are against him there. 45 seconds left in the third quarter. Harwich now in no hurry, leading by eight points, 36-28. Andrew Caban to Benson Harper against Sherman. Five-second count on him back to Caban. Trent Patrick guarding him from six feet, now three feet. 30 seconds left. In the quarter. Kavon trying to feed it into the corner to Dustin Emmerich. Now at the right wing, one dribble against Patrick. He's in trouble. He's going to have to pass this one away. And there's going to be a timeout called by Ron Rubel with 16 seconds left in the third quarter. It's a 30-second timeout. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. I reach 36, Cassidy 28. That kind of night where you need a little bagpipe centering the final seconds here of the third quarter. Harbor Reach 36, Cass City 28. Harbor reach will inbound after a 30-second timeout called by the Pirates. Andrew Caban goes into the backcourt to get it against Trent Patrick. Ten seconds left. Jack Bisher flashes at the right wing right back to Caban. Screens of galore. Caban trying to give it back to Jack Bisher. Three seconds now. Benson Harper from NBA range pops the three. It banks it in and for three. At the buzzer. Banks it home. Extended hours at Huntington Bank and Harbor Beach. It's Harbor Beach 39, Cass City 28 on WLW Sports Network. Are you ready for it? Meanwhile, back in the ranch, Carter Patrick takes a shot and it's tipped by Benson Harper. Going the other way, Benson Harper then puts it in two, two points. He now has 24. It's 41-28. Harbor Beach leads 30 seconds into the fourth quarter. 41-28 by 13. Game's starting to get blown open by the Pirates. As Matt Mellendorf goes up for the shot inside the paint, he is fouled. He'll go to the free-throw line for two shots. And the foul goes against Harbor Beach's Jack Fisher, his first and the team's first of the quarter. Steve Bone, what's Cassidy need to do here to get back in this thing? <laughs>
2: <league? laughs> well, one, they got to get some stops. Benson Harper just taking the game over completely. I think he scored the last, how many points you got there? Uh, 16. Last 16 points. It's kind of, he's getting to the basket now when he wants. He's getting in a really good rhythm. I mean, great defensively. He went, he went head to head with Carter right there and just straight up blocked his shot. his athleticism is really starting to show here
0: in this game. Yeah, the only score for Harper Beach in the second half has been Benson Harper. Free throws from Matt Mellendorf, neither are good.
2: That's not part of the comeback plan. No. Gotta, they got to no. make them free once you get them.
0: Cassidy has not scored in three minutes. 41-28, Harbor reach out to their largest at 13. on, at the top of the key against Patrick. To Jack Fisher, dribbling at the right wing, inside of the corner to Emmerich, mishandles it but scoops it up against Mellendorf. Back to the hands of Dustin Emmerich, top of the key against Mellendorf there. Now, trying to get to Benson Harper, he mishandles it again and to Jack Fisher in the left corner. Left, left wing, excuse me. Benson Harper against Patrick, blows past him, floats inside the paint, and takes the shot. He is fouled, and Benson Harper will go to the free throw line for two shots. The foul goes against number three, Tyler Cumber, for Cass City, his second. So now, Harbor
2: Beach with a 13
0: point lead, they're almost like pulling it out, which
2: really extends Cass City's defense. So now, when Harper gets it, He's able to run. Yeah, I mean, he's got all kinds of room. It's hard to defend him when you're trying to defend him 30 feet from the basket.
0: First free throw is no good from Benson Harper. On the season, he's a 78% free throw shooter, highest shooter on the on the team. As kind of expect, seems like it's the first thing he's
2: missed this whole second <laughs> no half. No kidding.
0: No kidding. He's banked in threes. Said runners and the second free throw is good. So it's now 42 to 28. Harbor Beach leading by 14 points, six and a half to play in the fourth. Carter Patrick to Tyler Kumper, to Mason Nevick, back to Patrick. Patrick at the left wing gets a screen from Kumper, dives inside the lane down the left side, goes to work against Cruz, and it's in for two points. That's 11 points for Carter Patrick. Four points in the second half, 42 to 30. First points in nearly four minutes. A reach with a 12-point lead, 42-30. Caban goes down the baseline, nothing there. Benson Harbour takes a three in the corner. This is in and out, no good. But Scholar-Cruz ripping down the rebound, and the foul will be called on the rebound against Cass City's No on Scholar-Cruz. That goes offensive foul. That's his third. Too aggressive of a rip down there.
2: Yeah, it looked like he had the ball first, but maybe the action of pulling the rebound Slamming the guy to the floor. He's yeah, got the call.
0: Don't need to do that much, apparently. 558 left in the fourth quarter. Harper reached by 12 points, 42-30. to 30. Carter Patrick gets a double screen at the top of the key. Dribbles down the left side of the lane. And this is blocked by, from behind by Benson Harper. Heck of an effort there from Harper. Dustin Emmerich spins to his left. At the left wing against Nevik. Back out to Caban. Back to Harper. Right wing against Patrick. Dives inside the lane. The floater in for two points. Benson Harper with 27 points, 44 to 30. Inside Trent Patrick's shot, no good. Rebound brought in by Jack Smoglinski for the Pirates. So the shot inside, no good. For Cass City, Harbor Beach back in offense, leading by 14. Benson Harper with another runner, this time from the left side, and he's unstoppable at the moment. That's 46 for Harbor Beach, 30 for Cass City. Yeah, it's, the freight train is firing. Yeah. And we have a timeout called by Aaron Fernald and the Red Hawks with 4.58 left in the fourth quarter. I will reach 46, Kansas City 30 of the WLW Sports Network. left in the fourth quarter, 46 to 30. Harbor Beach leading by 16 points. Carter Patrick out of the timeout. It gets it on the left side of the lane, hit in for two points like he does all his career. 46 to 32 now, 4.42 left in regulation. Pirates by 14 points, halfway through the fourth quarter. Benson Harper goes down the right block. This one's no good, but gets his own rebound. Paying his stats in that regard. And here come the Pirates again. Come on, find his way down to the right block. Nice move there, taking his time. He has five. It's now 48-32 once again by 16. Inside, Mason Nevick with a fadeaway jump shot. This one's good. Nice-looking spot there for the junior. He has six. 48-34. 14-point differential. 407. Left in regulation. Pirates on offense. Benson Harper against Nevick. And it's stripped away. No, it is not. Benson Harper has it. Nope. Here comes Carter Patrick. Patrick against Harper, and there's the foul on Benson Harper. That's his second, team's third of the quarter. Did they call it on the floor? That was on the floor, yes.
2: It's a really good
0: foul. I think Benson Harper knew that, too. That's a great foul. So with 3.54 left in the fourth, Matt Mellendorf sits down. Cohen Sherman's back in. Trent Patrick will inbound for the Cassidy Red Redhawks right side of your radio. Into Cumper, and it's tipped out of bounds. It'll be Cassidy ball once again. left in the fourth quarter. Harbor Beach, 48. Cass City, 34. 3.49 left in regulation. Trent Patrick, junior inbounding to Mason Nevick. Also a junior. Back to Patrick in the right corner. This is Trent Patrick for three. No good. And Mason Nevick knocks it out of bounds. Harbor Beach ball.
2: Yeah. The frustration levels. (laughs) has have been in this position all year, and uh, Benson Harbor just. Taking over. Yeah. Caban trying to bring the ball himself. And then with Caban and then Harper handling the ball, it's going to be hard to turn him over and get back in this. So <laughs> I think the realization might be starting to set in.
0: Down the baseline, Harper goes. He is fouled on the floor before the shot attempt with 329 left in the fourth. Foul goes against number 12 of Cass City. That's Mason Nevick, his first, team, second of the quarter. This is your first time listening this year. The rules changed for fouls. They reset at the quarter, and free throws start on foul number five with two free throws. Dustin Emmerich inbounds, and we have a five-second violation as he couldn't inbound in time. That will be turnover number five for the Pirates tonight.
2: Yeah, Cass City's... Pretty much going to have to score every possession from here on out. Yeah, to make up a
0: 14-point differential and stop Benson Harper. <laughs> yeah. there's a big if in that statement. I,
2: I don't know. Cassidy should be a lot more aggressive defensively on the ball. See if they can just shake something loose, and if they happen to get in foul trouble, it would be all right. So be it.
0: Send them at the, to the line. Carter Patrick at the right wing. Now at the free throw line, down the left block. Goes up strong in for two points. And we have a timeout, the 30-second timeout called by Aaron Fernald and the Red Hawks with 3.14 left in the fourth quarter. Steve Bone, what is Aaron Fernald setting up for his squad right now?
2: Well, he's going to go full court pressure here. Probably a lot of and again, being really aggressive on the ball. Even if you don't get the ball and get the foul, I mean, you're going to have to get him into the free throw line. And then, I mean, if Harbor Beach has a little bit of Achilles heel, it's uh, Andrew Caban there. At 42% at the free throw line. He handles the ball quite a bit. So, you know, you get him with the ball and you foul him, get him at the free throw line, get a couple misses, rebounds come down, a couple makes, and all of a sudden you get this thing inside of 10 with two minutes to go. You know, now the pressure's on Harbor Beach. Because this game, I mean, we talked about in the pregame, pressure's on Cass City to win, undefeated season, all this and that. Now all of a sudden, Harvard Beach, the team, hey, we're gonna put. we got a chance to pull upset here. Yeah. We're up 12 with three minutes to go. All we gotta do is take care of the ball. Well, we'll see how they handle the pressure because now it's on them.
0: Harvard Beach will be facing a full court press from Kansas City coming out of that 30-second timeout. Dustin Emmerich into Jack Fisher right away. Back to Benson Harper's hands. And blows pass Mason Nevick across the timeline. Left side for radio now. Dribbling. Taking his time, trying to find an open seam. Nearly twisted his ankle there, it looks like. And we have a whistle and a push called against Cass City. Foul goes against number one, Trent Patrick, his first team's third. So two more free throws, or two more fouls until free throws.
2: This is a nice luxury when you have two guards like that can <laughs> yes. handle the
0: ball. And Something higher reaches have been missing the past few years.
2: Well, every good team's got good guards, so.
0: Benson Harper gets the inbound, He goes up, to, goes to work, and he is fouled on his way up by Tyler Cumper, as Mason never had a double team on him there as well. So, that's the one guy you do not want to foul, as Mark Gainforth in our ears there. <laughs> With 2.52 left in the fourth quarter, sending Benson Harper to the free-throw line. So far this evening, he's one of two from the free-throw line, and on the season, a 78% free-throw shooter.
2: But on that, the
0: alternative was, it's a layup. So. True, very true. <laughs> And the free throw is good, and now he has 30 points on the night. 49 36. 2.52 left in the fourth. I have a well, feeling this is not going to be the last time these two teams see each other this season, though.
2: You kind of get that feeling. Yeah, though. a
0: little bit. I think we'll be right. Well, you might not be here, but. <laughs> Benson Harper's second yeah. free throw is good, but Mark Gameforth will.
2: The only thing is, is I don't know, maybe Harbor Beach has exposed
0: Cass City a little bit tonight. Never know. Into the corner for three from Cohen Sherman. It's good. Cohen Sherman sets up and makes an 11-point ball game, 50-39. to 39. Benson Harper dribbles through the pressure into the corner to Dustin Emmerich for the three. This one's good. How about that for a response as it's, its first points of the night? Dustin Emmerich makes it count, 53-39 by 14 once again. Inside, Cohen Sherman going to work with the finger roll left hand, And yeah, that one's good for two points. He's coming alive. Seven points all in the second half. In transition, Skyler Cruz can't hang on to it. And it's going to be Cass City ball.
2: Well, 12-point game, 2-11 to go. Just keep plucking keep away. it. Keep plucking away. Sherman makes it his second three of the year <laughs>
0: <laughs> on that shot there. Wow. All right. Couldn't come a better time. Cohen Sherman against Cabon. and we have a block against Caban. That'll be his first. Team's fourth. So the rest of the remainder of this game, the final two minutes and two seconds, Cassidy will be shooting two free throws on every foul. Carter Patrick inbounding underneath their own basket to Cohen Sherman, right wing extended. Gives it to Carter Patrick right there, takes the NBA three. This one's off the mark. Rebound Dustin Emmerich for the Pirates.
2: Really good rebound
0: right there. Very good rebound. Skyler Cruz bringing it up in transition. And there's a foul called against Cohen Sherman, his first. Team's fourth, so the rest of the way out, what used to be called double bonus. Now it's just two free throws on the bonus. That is foul number five, actually. So Skyler Cruz goes to the free throw line for two shots. He's two for three from the free throw line, a 61% free throw shooter entering this evening. Free throws up, and it's no good. Minute 47 remains, and it's a 53-41 12-point lead for the Pirates. Mason Nevick sits down, replaced by Callum Levine, 6-foot senior. Averages 1.6 points per game. Second free throw is no good. Rebound brought in by Sherman, no. and the foul on the reach from Skyler Cruz. That's his fourth. Team's fifth, so we walk the length of the court. And with the clock stopped, puts Cohen Sherman at the free throw line, shooting two. Cohen Sherman at the free throw line. Not the best free throw shooter. Just a 40% free throw shooter on 6 of 15. And that one didn't have much arc.
2: No, not much very arc. E-
0: I'll say it was a very efficient shot.
2: It's kind of like a shot you would shoot in a horse called glass. <laughs> you just missed it, though.
0: Minute 46 left here. Second free throw upcoming. Still a 12-point lead for the Pirates. going Sherman at the free throw line for the Kansas City Red RedHawks. Free throws, no. Rebound brought in by Benson Harper. Boy, he got up for that. Rebound brought in by Benson Harper in transition, and there's a turnover by Dustin Emmerich, and he goes in for the reach, and it'll be called for the foul. Not exactly what Ron Ruble was drawing up there for the Pirates.
2: No. Benson Harper gets the rebound, and then just throws it the length of the floor. There's no reason to just keep no. the ball in your own hands. They're going to foul you. Go to the free throw line. Salt the thing away.
0: So a full timeout called by the Pirates. A minute 38. Ron Ruble's going to try and calm down his team here with a 12-point lead. Ascast City will be going to the free throw line for two shots here.
2: Yeah, I think Harbor Beach, the last four possessions that they've had the ball, they've thrown it up the floor yeah. and they've attacked the basket and missed some free throws. Not, not the and best. Yeah. I mean, actually, the three uh, – the three that uh, Emmerich made was kind of uh, not sure if I want that shot until it goes in, and you're like, all right,
0: good shot. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's uh we saw Kansas City fend off Carroll by two points last week. Yep. Carroll played at Reese tonight. He lost by 18. Reese 69, Carroll 51. Wow. It, well. was, it was a 14-point lead at halftime for Reese. And a 19 point lead at the end of the third.
2: Well, you know, it's funny because looking at it, uh, Carroll also played Nouvelle their night and almost got beat by 40. Yeah. And Nouvelle and Cass City was a one point game.
0: Yeah. so. So, Callum Levine is the one at the free throw line for the Red Hawks, and it's no good. He's attempted eight free throws this season. That's his ninth right there, and he's now four of nine for 44%. Well, we've talked about it before. Cass City's got a few free-throw shooters that uh, aren't the best. And no good, but rebound brought in by comfort Keeps possession alive for the Red Hawks. Trailing by 12, 90 seconds left. Carter Patrick has it. At the left elbow, takes the jump shot, and this one's good. As expected. Timeout called by Aaron Fernald, and the Red Hawks is a 30-second timeout on the WLW Sports Network. So, minute 28 left in the fourth quarter. Harbor Beach facing a full-court pressure here from Cass that's City. Dustin Emmerich leads oh. it into Benson Harper, and there's the immediate foul, and they slap out of the hands. And it's going to be Harbor Beach ball. Yeah, that's the right call. He had two defenders on him, slapping it out of his hands, and it went right out down the baseline. So the Pirates will try this one again. Again, Cass City's doubling Harper, so he doesn't get it. They want anybody else but Harper to get it, and then they'll foul immediately. Into Capon's hands. Triple team there, and he's fouled with a minute 22 left. So we walk the length of the court, and this puts Andrew Cabon to the free throw line, has not attempted a free throw tonight. And on the season, 42%. 9 of 21.
2: Yeah, you think 10 points in the minute 20 to go, it's like, ah, this one's over.
0: Not in the NBA. Nah, exactly that's exactly not in the NBA. Per- That's when they finally start playing. <laughs> Or after the trade deadline. Yeah. So that's a whole different discussion there. First free throw is good for Caban. Nice. He has six points. Minute 22 remains. 54-43 to 43 now. Comper sits down. Second free throw for Caban. No good. Rebound brought in by Cast City's Carter Patrick. Trailing by 11. Dribbling around the perimeter. Hottest hand in the league. Into the corner to Levine. Back to Patrick. Harbor Beach trying not to foul here. Going for the skip pass to Carter Patrick or Trent Patrick with three left wing. No. Rebound though. Off the hands, and still brought in by Carter Patrick somehow. Takes a three in the corner. This one's airmailed. Rebound brought in by Dustin Emmerich. And their bodies are flying on it, and it's a jump ball, possession arrow, Harbor Beach. 52 seconds left. That was a hot potato and perhaps a foul, but none called. Oh, <laughs> 52 seconds left here for the in the fourth. Harbor Beach by 11. Benson Harbor goes for the breakout in transition, wide open, in for the layup. It's no good. Skylar Cruz though on the offensive rebound. This one's in for two points. Skylar Cruz with eight. 56 to 43. 40 seconds left. Carter Patrick with the running three. This one's no good. Rebound, though. Tracked down by Carter Patrick, Trent Patrick. excuse me, In the corner, Levine for three. This one's no good. Rebound, Carter Patrick. Goes down the baseline. Goes against Kyler Cruz. In for two points. 56-45. 20 seconds left. And there's a foul, and this will put Dustin Emmerich to the free-throw line for two free-throws. It might be over now. I think that... <laughs> that transition bucket may have done it. Our reach crowd responds accordingly. With 18 seconds remaining, we walk the length of the court. And Dustin Emmerich has the free throw line shooting two. He's 8 of 13 this season for 61%. <laughs> and you thought the...
2: A little three-year-old running on the floor was Ben. <laughs> well, that's Ben Miller firing up the Harbor Beach crowd
0: <laughs> during the free throw. Free throw's good from Dustin Emmerich. He has four points now, all in this fourth quarter. 57-45. Pirates by 12, with 18 seconds remaining. For a second free throw, no good. Rebound brought in by Skylar Cruz for oh. Harbor Beach. Stolen away though by Carter Patrick. Takes the three, top of the key. This one's in and out, no good. And Dustin Emmerich brings in the rebound with six seconds left. Dribbling this one out. And the Pirates are going to take down the Cassidy Redhawks. The first team to do it this season. The Redhawks are undefeated no more. The Pirates improve to 16-3. Make it five wins in a row. And take out the Cassidy Redhawks, 57 the 45, your final, in a non-divisional game that felt like the postseason. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. When we return, we'll wrap this whole thing up from Harbor Beach, Michigan. Your heart at Home Price School hoops at the WLW Sports Network, Harbor Beach 57, Cass City 45. Final score from Harbor Beach. The Pirates take out the Cassidy Redhawks. The first team to do it all season. Harbor Beach 57, Kansas City 45. It was a five-point lead at the end of the first quarter, a seven-point lead at halftime, an 11-point lead at the end of the third quarter, and a 12-point lead when the scoreboard showed zeros. Benson Harper leads the way with 31 points. Carter Patrick at 19. With all the details coming up in just a short three-and-a-half minutes right here on the WLW Sports Network. Reach wins 57-45. Final score 57 to 45. Harbor Beach takes out the Cass City Redhawks. Cass City falls for the first time this season. You kind of figured at some point it had to happen, but you didn't want to see it happen. But at some point, we had, I mean, well, since the season began, we saw this game circled from the get go. That this was going to be the game. The Greater Them East Champions against the Greater than West Champions. Cass City entered tonight with a 16 0 record. Harbor Beach at 15 3. And the Pirates never trailed in this ballgame. They came out hot. And they were leading 5-0 before City would score. Three minutes and 42 seconds into the ballgame, and City would finally get on the board for the Red Hawks. And I do believe that was uh, – was that Carter Patrick had the first points or was it Mason Nevik? I thought it was Carter. Carter Patrick. Well, then, yeah. exchanging baskets the rest of the way out. At the end of the first quarter, it was Harbor Beach 11, Cassidy 6. And then in the second quarter, back and forth. Harbor Beach with 14 points, City with 12 points. And it was exchanging baskets all the way to halftime. And then <laughs> half ended with a Benson Harper. Or no, that was the third quarter. I take that back. As Benson Harper at the, qu- at the half only had eight points. Carter Patrick had seven. So both under their averages at halftime. In the third quarter, Harbor Beach outscores Cass City by four points, 14 to 10, as that's when Benson Harper went uh, ballistic. Harbor Beach had 14 points in the third quarter. Benson Harper had 14 points in the third quarter including two threes, including at the buzzer as the bank home at, from from about, I'd say about 22 feet, banks it in uh, for the final points of the third quarter to make an 11-point lead, 39-28 entering the third quarter. Carter Patrick was held to just a basket in the third quarter. In the fourth quarter, Carter Patrick would kind of come alive. He had 10 points in that quarter for 19 on the night. Ten of the 17 points in that quarter came from Carter Patrick. But it was too much to overcome. As the Pirates would score 18 to Cass City 17, including going 5 of 10 from the free throw line, Cass City in the fourth quarter would go 0 for 6 from the charity stripe. In that, uh, not saying that's what cost it, but certainly Harbor Beach played a heck of a ball game. That's probably the best I've seen Harbor Beach play in a minimum of five years. Yeah, so they, just a complete game tonight.
2: They were disciplined on the defensive end. They're disciplined for the most part on the offensive end and you know and in the end Benson Harper was superb. I mean yeah. he just he just took the game over when it needed to be taken over. And again uh, not only did he do it offensively but he had some big blocks defensively on on Carter Patrick to where he was looking over his shoulder when he was going to the basket. He's like, I know he's coming from yeah, somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> so yeah, it was uh, there was a Benson Harper show, especially in the second half, and um, it's, it's a, that's kind of the way basketball is. He who has the best player that night seems to come away, and uh, he was the best player on the floor tonight.
0: Yeah, Benson Harper with 23 points in the second half for 31 on the evening, leading all scorers. Benson Harper at 31, eight points each for Skyler Cruz and Jack Bishers. Skyler Cruz ripping down rebounds as well as the putbacks. Howard Reach ended up with 12 offensive rebounds, 15 on the defensive side of things or 27. Kansas City had 20 total rebounds, and most of those came in the final two minutes, as that's when they're they had seven offensive rebounds in that fourth quarter or in the second half. Most of those coming on missed shots at the very end there. Yeah, it
2: was. Uh, again, I got I you know hats off to Coach Rubel and his staff. They put together a really nice game plan, and I, it's it's similar to what they've been doing defensively but they made some adjustments they understood what they wanted to do who they were going to leave open who they were going to put pressure on and you know every, pretty much every time carter got it in i mean there was three guys just flying at him to you know make it, make him get rid of it so yeah that's uh i mean again their their, their game plan was to perfection uh looking at the Cass city side of it again you you play all season you don't lose. I don't know, very rarely were they behind. One time they were behind uh, 10 points to Nouvelle. In, like, second game of the season, they came back yeah. and won that game by a point. So, this is the first time in a long time that they've been in this position. And I think they got a little frustrated offensively because things weren't going quite the way, you know, <laughs> they had anticipated.
0: <laughs> so. As we got all the media <laughs> around here, we got Scott Bolsby from the Ziscola <laughs> Advertising. he said on air, that if anyone's in Harbor Beach, bring their school advertisers along, he'd sign it. So oh, I, I have the school advertiser, and I, I said I have brought a Sharpie. Perfect. This is going to be framed immediately as uh, Paul Adams from the Huron County View taking a photo, also Jonathan Bisher from the uh, Thumb Tailgater Sports here as well tonight. As uh, quite the showing, Cass City ends up with Carter Patrick being the leading scorer at 19 points, seven points for Cohen Sherman, six points for Mason Nevick. Five points for Trent Patrick, four points for Carson Anthus, and two points for Matt Mellendorf and Tyler Cumber. Kellen Levine, 0 for 2 from the free-throw line for zero points. As a team, Kansas City was 2 of 8 for 25%. Harbor Beach was 7 of 13 for the free-throw line for 53%. Reach ended up with eight turnovers, Kansas City with eight turnovers. And of those eight turnovers for the Pirates, five of them in the fourth quarter when they started to get sloppy in the last few minutes of the game. Yeah,
2: if there's one thing that Coach Rubel might take from this as a negative, was that last three and a half minutes. Um, you know, they threw the ball the length of the floor, trying to get some baskets. They took some shots. Uh, they just forced some stuff that they really didn't have to. Again, they're up 12. And yeah, maybe the game seems like it's at hand, but uh, it never really is, especially against a team like uh, Cass City that can make shots as quickly as they can make them. And, um, so I think he'll take a little bit of that, kind of look back at it and say, hey, like one time Benson Harper got the rebound on a free throw yeah. and threw it the length of floor and it got knocked out of bounds. And you look at that and say, well, why are you getting rid of that? Just dribble down, get your foul, and go to the free throw line. So anyways, there's some there's some learning there. Again, you know, you look at on out on the floor there to end that game. How many sophomores were there for
0: Harbor Beach? Well, Skyler Cruz, Andrew Cavan, Benson Harper—they're all sophomores on the squad. Yep,
2: and they were all on the floor at yep. the end of the game. So that's uh, you know that's a learning moment. You know they're going to learn from that and uh, they'll be better because of it. So some some of that stuff is from you know just the youth. They're they're excited.
1: <laughs>
0: we're, and, we're winning. And that's a perfect segue. We've had Mark Gainforth hanging out in our in our broadcast <laughs> seats here tonight, Mark. Don't you want to have a good win and also have something to coach on the next night, saying, hey, you guys were sloppy the last few minutes. That's what we've got to focus on.
3: I think that, too, and I think the whole team in general. You know, how do you take the win if you're Harbor Beach going forward? And then for Cass City, how do you take the loss? I mean, sometimes undefeated teams can lose two or three at the end of the season. I know in 1999, I'm going to throw back Matt LePage and the Lakers. I think we're rated third or fourth in the state undefeated and lost two of their last three. They didn't win the league and didn't win the district. So it can fall apart that fast. Um, I don't see that happening no, with Cass either. City. I don't either. But they they were kind of looking at the end of the season. When, you, when you're this far, you're undefeated, you're trying to stay undefeated instead of concentrated on the next game. And I think that starts to catch up on to you. And I think moving forward, they just got to concentrate game at a time and get back to, you know, i you know they gave up fifty, what fifty-seven points, something like that. Um, and and to Harbor Beach credit, they gave up you know about their average of forty-one points a game. So um, I think defensively, Cassidy's got to you know reboot and get back to what got him to be undefeated before tonight. Steve Bone, what do
0: you have for shooting tonight?
2: Uh Harbor Beach um, shot the ball really well from the arc. And again, we kind of talked about that in the post game when they have struggled is when they struggled from the arc and now tonight they were six of 14 overall for 43 percent again they took only only shot 14 threes they took really good shots when they had them and knocked down some critical ones to expand the lead and kind of get things going so anyways six of 14 overall from the arc really good night there uh inside they were 16 of 38 42 again that's good uh 42 percent overall for the game um that's uh that's just good solid basketball. Again, they they need to make some threes to open things up. They did. And that uh made more, more room for Harper to work. Yeah, that was that was a key. Then on the Cass City side, you know, it's like, well, they didn't score. They must not have shot very well. And uh, in reality they shot really well. They they just uh they were eleven of sixteen in the second half for sixty eight percent inside the arc. Again, we talked about coming out of halftime, what are they gonna do? They're gonna really attack the basket more so, stay off the arc and they and they primarily did till the end of the game when they're trying to come back and they're you know you know shooting threes trying to get back in the game. Yeah, they were 1 for 10 in the second half, but a lot of those were forced. I mean, Craig Patrick shot a couple. He was double teamed and just <laughs> trying to rise above and get it off. So, anyways, they ended up 12 of 26 for 46% in the second half. They shot 47% in the first half. I mean, Craig just a couple percents under 50. Um so inside the arc they were, sixty six percent. And if, wow. there's, if there's something that I think Coach Fernald will take from this, because understanding that they might run into Harbor Beach again. Mm-hmm. And if you're Harbor Beach, you're going well. It worked the first time. If you're Coach Fernald, you're like, nah. I'm gonna. We'll make some adjustments. But I think at the end when we seen Carter Patrick just basically man this. I mean, he just put his shoulder down, oh, went yeah. to the basket, under control. Uh-huh. He wasn't going to get any charge calls there and just continuously got to the, bas- got the basket. Um, I think they're going to learn a little bit from that at the end of the game. Say, like, okay, we weren't forceful enough. We didn't attack them hard enough you know, early enough in the game. So, anyways, so, yeah, the, they shot 66% inside the arc. They were only 3 of 17 outside the arc for 18%. Again – A lot of those shots were in that uh, fourth quarter when they are trying to make a comeback. So, overall, they shot 46% for the game. On the road, that's solid. Yeah, so you shoot a better percentage than the winning team by 4%. Uh, Again, offensively, kind of did what they wanted to. I mean, I shouldn't say did what they wanted to. They were taken out of what they wanted to but they made some adjustments, got some shots. I think going forward, they're going to learn a lot from what happened to them because, again, there will be everybody in the league will be watching game tape, and they're going to say, oh, oh, whoa, 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 we didn't know we could do this. So there will be a lot of copycats looking at, uh, (laughs) oh, this is how you can beat Cass City? Well, maybe we should try that.
3: You know, we thought the matchup tonight would be Sherman against Harper, and that just never materialized all night. I mean, we had different guys trying to guard Harper. Sherman really didn't get involved defensively like we thought he would make an impact on the game. And going forward, I think the next time if they come, I think they'll probably try to make that matchup mean something the next time.
0: Well, Steve Bone, you took Kansas City by seven. I took Kansas City by six points. And Mark Gainforth claims that he was taking Harbor Beach.
3: After Harbor Beach was ahead
0: in the third quarter, <laughs> I believe I picked Harbor Beach. Okay, so Mark Gainforth. So do I count? Does that count? Well, it, we'll call you as a resident of Las Vegas. So Las Vegas has one victory uh, this season. It's like they call that what? In, in-game betting or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Keep moving. And, and, and as always, betting on high school sports is highly Illegal and frowned upon. So just keep that in, in mind, folks. But uh, final score: fifty-seven, forty-five. Harbor Beach takes out Cass City, the first loss of the uh, Redhawks' season. Comes in the seventeenth game on the road against a a solid Harbor Beach squad tonight. Other area scores: Brown City as defeated by Ubley soundly in Ubley. Ubley sixty-two, Brown City thirty-four. Sandusky defeats San, uh, Sandusky defeats Marlette and Sandusky. Sandusky forty-five, Marlette thirty-four. Mike Gallagher. Reporting that one for us from the Santa Clara County News. Last we heard, Lakers in USA at halftime. It was Lakers 18, USA 16.
3: 42-35, I believe. Yeah, Lakers.
0: Lakers I believe. Okay. I so Lakers out. Lakers takes out USA uh, somewhere in that score range. And then Reese blows out Carroll, 69-51. Caro has now lost two in a row uh, since losing to Kansas City last week uh, to Nouvelle. By nearly 30 points and now to Reese by 18 points 69 to 51 in Reese so hopefully Carol can figure things out uh, entering the final two weeks of the regular season Steve Bone our next broadcast well, well we're going to see how Cassidy responds as the Cassidy Redhawks will travel to the Elkton Pigeon Bay Lakers our game of the week on February 16th will be Cassidy at Lakers
2: yeah looking forward to it uh, again you know we've kind of seems like the way the schedule's worked out. Uh, we've done a number of City games, and again, I mean, yeah, you, you're undefeated, and it's always a cool thing. You hate to lose, but uh, they'll, they'll, I, they'll, they'll they'll take a fine. lot of positives from will this, be fine. and it isn't like, uh, you know, there's still two weeks left in the season, so they'll get things back, and now that pressure, that monkey's off your back, the undefeated yeah. thing. Um, they'll win a game somewhere down the line here and wrap up the West Division crown and then get ready for districts. So that, that again, like we said, there was a more pressure on Cass City to win that tonight than there was uh, Harbor Beach. Yes, without a doubt. So, but it, again, a great game. Really enjoyed it, uh, and I'm I'm actually really happy we're gonna go do Cass City again because, like you said, how are they gonna respond to it? Like Coach Gainfor said, everybody handles things different. Other teams will handle things different. They will set up things. So it's interesting to see how Lakers approaches Cass City. And, again, might see them in the district. So do you show them everything, or do you just kind of play them straight up and maybe hold a little bit uh, back? So it'll be interesting to see.
0: Well, that first game was an eight-point victory for uh, Cass City against Lakers in Cass City. So yes. this one's at Lakers. And, of course, last time uh, they, they played – uh, it was a uh, half-court chuck in Lakers from Trent Patrick that uh, secured the victory for the Lake for the Cassie Redhawks. So, can that same magic happen again? Will Cassidy, I don't think Cassidy wants to rely on that magic, as uh, Lakers will be gunning for them with all their might. Mark Gainforth, any final thoughts here from uh, the game you saw tonight?
3: If I'm correct, if I'm hearing this right. The rematch, if there is one in the district, is back
0: here. Would be yes, in the so, in, in right. the in the district championship.
3: Looking ahead. You know, that does that sway the next game, if it's a rematch, back to Harbor Beach? You guys predicted Cass City last time, and I know there's two weeks before that happens, if it happens. Yeah. How do you feel about that going forward? Who's, as of right now, who would be your favorite?
0: Well, one thing concerning for me is Harbor Beach plays, and Harbor Beach has... Three more games in the entire regular season after this. They're they're home against Kansas City tonight on the 12th, which is when uh, Monday. They're at Deckerville Wednesday. They're at Memphis, and then Friday they're at Mar- or they're home against Marlette. And then they're off until they'll get a bye if they're the one or two seed in the district, and they won't play until Wednesday, February 28th. 12 days off. That's that's a long time for a hot team to yeah, sit. and
3: I don't know if we've ever sat through
0: two in weeks, our Two
3: weeks. I'm not sure in our. Our I, careers, we've ever sat that long. No, so.
2: that's. Uh, I mean, again, how do you? He, this is a l- long season. Yes. When you get to this point. I mean, there are a lot of teams <laughs> waiting for it to be over, and then you've got a team that's on you know really moving in the right direction with Harbor Beach, and then all of a sudden you got to take two weeks off. um Yeah, you can work on some stuff and this and that, but you lose that you know that game speed and and all that, and your your uh, efficiency on offense and, and your timing on the defensive end and the offensive end. So, I mean, there will be a little bit of rust there, that's for sure. Um, depends on who – I mean, <laughs> wouldn't be the first time somebody got bumped off in their home gym in a well, district. Well, yeah, <laughs> but I,
0: as far as who's who's the favorite, I mean, I'd say it's at this point it's a toss-up. I, I – Cass City still, in my opinion, is one of, if not the best team in the in the area. I mean, one loss uh, to a solid Harbor Beach team. You can't discredit their entire year on just that. But when you can't – Harbor Beach, when they host districts, they don't lose often. I will say that. It's I mean, whether it's the three-and-a-half-hour bus ride over here to Harbor Beach or whether it's just the home crowd comes out for it, I'm not sure. But uh, it's, it's – I'm looking forward to a great district um, – Carroll's showing some action. Lakers are showing some action. Baddack's showing some action. Who knows? USA could come out and surprise everyone as well. And uh, I think we got six solid teams in this district, and it's going to be a a great three nights of basketball. So, how's that for a non answer?
3: Well, that's perfectly (laughs) said. I'm not sure if you're running for anything in office here. (laughs) No. um, Yeah, I think going forward, too. These other teams that you're mentioning are not, you know, awed by any of these no, two teams not at, all. at all. And they have shown during the course of they can beat anybody. So it'll be a great it'll be a great district. Steve Owen, final thoughts. We talked about in the pregame. Cass City and Coach Gainfort
2: touched on it as well. They gave up fifty seven points. Yeah. And they gave up fifty some The last and they gave up 50 some again so in the last five games or four games i think they've given up you know mid 50s to upper 50s three times that's that's of some concern when you know you've been winning games pretty handily because you've been holding teams to basically under 40. yeah so it's, you know, you look at tonight and you say, hey, Benson Harper went off for 31, which he did. Yes, he did. And so you'll you'll make some adjustments on that. But the fact that uh, teams are racking up that kind of points, there's some concern there. Uh, but again, it's a long season. You're going to have ups and you're going to have downs. And, you know, we used to always... <laughs> It's you can't control when you peak, but you can kind of steer things and kind of make it so as difficult as you can as a coach. Yes. So a team doesn't peak too early, and uh, sometimes just like a loss like this is maybe your little downswing, and in two weeks you're hitting it, you know, right on again, and everybody's got things going again. So yeah, this uh, yeah it was a great game. It's been a great season, yeah. And the other thing, every place we've gone has been a really a full good gym. crowd, full gym, really good crowd. That's we haven't seen that in
0: I don't know how many years. Yeah, not well, since, since, COVID, not since COVID, for sure, yeah, so. for sure. Well, great work tonight, Steve. Great work, Mark, uh, for chiming in as. Uh, as we'll get to the end of the season, Steve, of course, unfortunately has other duties outside of the state. So uh, halfway for the district championship, we'll be uh, exchanging seats. And uh, Mark Gainforth will be replacing Steve Bone for the district championship and then into regionals, which are hosted by Banax of all teams in all places. It's a good place for a regional. Yes, it is. Yes, There's plenty of space for us to broadcast as well. <laughs> yes. So. Well, thank you, gentlemen, and uh, we'll see you soon. Tonight's game broadcast was presented by Thumb Sailor, the talk of the thumb. DS Services of Cass City, Kohler Propane, North Star Bank, Harbor Beach Community Hospital, Mackenzie Jewelers, Bresky Side and Building Repair, Thumb Bank and Trust, Harbor Beach True Value, Ramsey Funeral Home, and Sure Health. Better health, better life, are you sure? So, on behalf of Mark Gainforth, in-game analysis, Steve Bone, also in-game analysis, I'm Clark Ramsey, producer and host of this broadcast. We hope you enjoyed tonight. It was a great game, start to finish, and the Pirates never trailed the Cass City Redhawks as they came out hot and they stayed hot and led by Benson Harper's 31 points. On a 57 to 45 victory over the Cass City Redhawks. Carter Patrick ends up with 19 on the evening, and now Harbor Beach has three games next week as they improve to 16 and 3 on the season. They are the outright Greer Thumb East champions. Cass City needs one more victory uh, in the divisional play, and they will be the outright Greer Thumb West champions. They travel to Reese on Wednesday and then home again or, uh, at Lakers on Friday, and that is the game of the week on the WLW Sports Network. Recast City at Lakers next Friday, coverage starting right around 6 45 p.m. on Sports Radio 1021 and live and worldwide at wlwsports.com. On behalf of Mark GameForth, I'm Clark Ramsey, and Steve Bone also says so long. Until next Friday, thanks for listening. Harbor Beach Wins 57 to 45.
1: This has been a presentation of the WLEW Sports Network, powered by Agri-Valley Services, on Sports Radio 102.1 FM, and live and worldwide at WLEWsports.com. Like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. Just search for WLEW Sports. Your hardwood home for high school hoops is the WLEW Sports Network.
0: Dr. Natalia Salwich is our podiatrist at Sure Health and is with us right now to discuss the new Sure Wound Care Clinic in Pigeon. When you have a wound, the first thing that you should do is contact your primary care provider, get in to see them. If,
2: once you get here, then we see you, we figure out why is this wound here and what can we
0: do to address that? And then we have the wound care side of things. Now, healing a wound is not easy. Yeah, probably the hardest part about wound care is that it takes a really long time. Most
1: people with a wound, they're compromised in some way, slower healing times. So early intervention is key. If you notice a wound, even if you think it's going to be okay, make sure that you get on the schedule with
0: somebody. There's lots of things that we can talk about, even if your wound heals, uh, what to do when you first see one. There's lots of education that needs to be had with wound care. So early intervention is key. To make your appointment with Sure Wound Care, talk to your primary care provider. For more information, go to sure.org woundcare wound care. Sure. Better health, better life. Are you sure?